Hey there, I'm Nikki Milne, high school dropout and ex-hairdresser and salon owner turned PR and marketing expert and founder of the Peth Collective PR Agency. The Passion to Profit podcast is a conversational business podcast with a focus on marketing and PR to help business owners scale successfully, acquire more customers, increase your profits and become that desired go-to brand in your industry. So open your notepad on your phone, get out your pens and paper. You don't want to miss any of the following tips, tricks, and strategies that you're about to experience on the Passion to Profit podcast. Let's get started. The Perth Collective. So on the 13th of May, 2015, the Perth Collective was launched. It was a really simple concept. If you were a female business owner and you wanted to be featured on the platform, you simply hashtag the Perth Collective. And each day I would go through the people using the photos, using the hashtag and choose one or two to be featured on the platform. Well, it took off to great success. Within the first week, there was 5,000 followers. And then in the second week, there was 10,000 and it quickly gained momentum. It really was the first account of that type in Western Australia, as in a female-led or a female empowerment or girl boss movement. And at the time, you've got to remember, no one was teaching social media. It was all way before that. So it quickly gained memento because it really was the only creative platform that empowered female business owners in Western Australia at that very early stage. And in typical Nikki style, that was not enough. I recognized that there was a need to meet these women to get everyone in a room. So I decided to throw a launch party. So I hired the Sea Restaurant, a beautiful restaurant that sits on the highest point in Perth that overlooks the city and it revolves and we threw a launch party. Now, my gorgeous girlfriends helped me put it together and over 200 women joined us at the launch party. It was embossed with empowerment and stories and success and people starting out. It was incredible. And I vividly remember being in that room and thinking, this is where I belong. I'd always had a passion for marketing and helping other business owners, but I knew at that early stage that if I'd gone out and applied for jobs in marketing, I wouldn't have even got a look in because who was I, a 16-year-old that dropped out of high school, went on to do hairdressing, then traveled and then owned a salon? I didn't have a uni degree and I knew by applying for marketing jobs, I wouldn't be taken seriously. But in that moment, in that room, I knew I was on to something. If I could prove that I could empower people and grow this business through marketing and what I later discovered to be PR, Well, then suddenly I would start to gain respect and people would actually come to me for my marketing abilities once I'd proved it to them. So that room gave me so much encouragement and empowerment to actually move forward with exploring, creating a business out of this Instagram account. It was very clear for me from the onset that I didn't want to be an influencer. I didn't want to get dressed up in fashion and take photos of me. It wasn't about me. I was all about building a community and culture around the brand, the Perth Collective. I wanted people to know it. And that was my whole goal for the first few years was getting people to know the name, the Perth Collective. I wanted it to be the name on everyone's lips. And that was definitely a marketing strategy I employed. So within the first few months, it got to over 40,000 followers. And I was thinking, what am I going to do? 
but it became clear to me when people started messaging me and asking for workshops and social media, just how was I growing this huge following so quickly? What was I doing? How had I grown my previous business? So I launched social media workshops, again, the first social media workshops at the time, to my knowledge, in Perth, and they filled out quickly. Soon I was teaching two workshops to three workshops a week, and I still had a young baby at home. That turned into publishing a blog. I started to want to expand on these women's stories. They were incredible, and they deserved more than an Instagram post. So I created a blog. The blog ended up being wildly successful with most months, 40 to 50,000 followers or visitors to that account reading those blogs. And I thought, well, maybe I can monetize this. So the blog published on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each slot was $600. Soon I was off and running, running quite a big business publishing these blogs. And they would book out three to four months in advance. Everyone wanted to be on the Perth Collective blog and they were prepared to pay for it. So on top of this, I was running workshops and mentoring and that blog, my income was doing quite well. So I actually thought, wow, wouldn't this be incredible to put this into a magazine? Now I was pregnant with my second son at that time and not overthinking it in true Nikki style, I validated the idea by putting it onto social media. Well, it went crazy. People thought it was a brilliant idea and they'd love to be published in a magazine. I had so much encouragement and so much support. I thought, well, why not? The next morning, the reality hit as soon as I started going out for quotes. I was getting quotes for publishing and printing and journalists to write the stories and photographers and a graphic designer to put it together. And quickly, I knew I was up for over $10,000 to publish one magazine. Now, the smart option would have been to have advertising in it, but I didn't want to go down that track foolishly. In hindsight, I absolutely should have done that, but I didn't. So I want to share these women's stories. So I thought, how am I going to fund $10,000? And I literally need it like yesterday. So I come up with an idea to create a membership. And the membership was going to be 600 ahead. Now, how I worked that out was I divided 10,000 by $600 and that was what I come up with. I needed to sell 16 memberships at $1,600 to actually fund my first edition of the magazine. So strategically, I went out to some friends I'd made in the industry and that were very powerful. And I invited, I think it was around 10 of them to be on the membership for free, knowing that if I had their names on my membership, the rest would come. And sure enough, I quickly sold the 16 memberships. I think I'd even within the first week, I'd sold close to 24 or 25 and the memberships continued to grow to the Perth Collective Directory. And now I had the money to fund my first print magazine, which was Salted. So Salted was published and it was an interesting experience. I obviously didn't charge for it outside of the membership. So if you purchased a membership, you got a listing on the directory and an article in the magazine. But in terms of buying print copies for people to read as a general viewer, I didn't do that. I gave many away. And it soon became evident it's not a very viable business when you don't have paid advertising in it. But in saying that, I went on and I published a book, How to Influence Your Creative Market which did quite well. And it was all about social media strategies. 
And I still had a bee in my bonnet about publishing magazines. There's nothing I love more than a print copy of a book or a magazine. So I then went on to publish a second edition of Salted Magazine. And it was also a digital edition. Again, it was really well received by financially, each time investing $10,000 versus return. And sadly, it wasn't viable. And I still hold dear hopes to one day revitalize that because the concept is fantastic, but it needs a lot of funding to actually make it viable. Around this time, obviously, by then I had two sons and I was juggling the path collective that was growing. There was still me and I had a few contracts assisting me. I was approached by someone that had been following me on social media that was the marketing manager of BMW at the time. And she said, I want to go for coffee and just meet you and have a chat about something. And I thought, wow, someone from BMW? Yes, I'd love to. So I went and had coffee with her and she's this incredible businesswoman that, you know, I still greatly admire and speak to regularly and has been a huge mentor of mine. And she said, look, I want to host an event and I want to host it for influencers. And you've been doing incredible PR and we'd love for you to work with us on this. Is this something you'd be interested in? And I was like, yes, yes, I, I would love to do that. And as soon as I walked out of that meeting at Island Market Trig, which it was then, I had to Google PR. I was like, what the hell's PR? I've not heard of PR. I know what marketing is, but what is PR? And when I Googled it, yes, I had been doing all those things and never realized that's what was called PR. I was brilliant at relationships. I got a lot of publicity for my own brand, just on my own merits and hard work. And you know what? That was PR. That was what I was doing. And someone in marketing for BMW had noticed that. So I set about doing this event with this incredible woman, and which you can tell I think very highly of and it still had a major influence on my life. So if you're listening, you know who you are and thank you. And we set about creating this event. Now, the budget was $2,000. I kid you not. And from an event perspective, that is a nothing budget. You could virtually do nothing with $2,000, but it was a challenge. So I called in all the favors I could muster from picnic places to balloon companies to caterers to cake makers on the provision that we were going to have 20 influencers at this BMW showroom. And we were going to do a picnic in the middle of the showroom and it was going to be spectacular. And we were going to take the cars out on a drive day and at each pit stop, they would be given a gift. So the concept was working well. I had everyone on board on sponsorships and collaborations, and it was really bringing these incredible creatives together. And then I get there on the day, and unfortunately, the marketing manager had been made redundant. She was no longer needed. So I arrive at this event, and my main mentor and the person that had got me into all this, she wasn't with me. And she was apologetic and there was nothing she could do. She could not return. So here I was with 20 influencers due to arrive, 10 BMWs to take out on a coast drive and an event to organize. Well, I'm very proud to say I pulled it off. It was very terrifying and I just got in there and we made it work with some great friends that jumped in and helped me. And we hosted this incredible day and it was videoed. Now that video ended up going viral. It was featured in Spain, Paris, New York, and it still lives on my website if you want to check it out. 
And again, you've got to think this was seven, eight years ago. There really wasn't influencer marketing to that level back then in terms of events. So it really made an impact and it created incredible PR for BMW. Now, that marketing manager went on to move to Mercedes. Actually, half the team that worked at that particular BMW ended up moving to Mercedes at that time. And hence why that's why I have worked with Mercedes for the last, you know, six to seven years hosting events with that marketing manager and doing incredible things. And that was just an insight into PR and the new direction for my business. So while I was still mentoring and doing business workshops, by this stage, after I come back after my second child, it was 20 to 30 people also doing social media workshops and everyone was teaching something different and everyone wanted to teach a social media workshop. And my nature is this, if it's a saturated market, I'm pretty well out. I'm going to jump out of it. So I kind of filtered off the social media uh, workshops and decided there was enough competitors in that space. It was time for Nikki to do something new. So the Perth Collective PR agency was launched and it wasn't all an easy ride. The other PR agencies in Perth took a disliking to me and made it incredibly difficult for me to get PR clients. And in fairness, I was new to the game. I had to earn my stripes. So I tried many different ways. And of course, my first client, one of my first clients was BMW. And then the next one was Mercedes. It was a pretty good start for me as someone venturing into PR. But again, I had to prove myself and prove myself I did. I started hosting events that would go viral. I started working with influencers, engaging them for brands. And my husband said to me, I feel you need to go and find out more about this PR. And there was, in, West, in Australia, the PR queen, Roxy Jasenko. And as luck would have it, when I looked her up, she was holding an in-conversation event in Melbourne that I knew I had to attend. Now, I had two little children, a newborn baby, and my husband, as supportive as ever he is, he said, Nikki, just go, jump on a plane, go for two days to Melbourne and go and go to this in-conversation with Roxy Jasenko event and learn about PR. So off I went. I went to Melbourne, I got there, I was with a girlfriend that was over there for another reason and we met up and we went to this in-conversation event and we happened to end up in the front row. So when it comes time to question, Roxy is inspiring and as ambitious as cold and hard and lover or hater, you've got to admire her. She uh, opened for question time and I put my hand up and my question to her was, I've recently worked with BMW and now I've been requested to work with Mercedes-Benz. How much should I be charging? I've got no idea. I'm not in PR. I'm not from a background. I've never done a uni degree and I have no guide at all what I should be charging and what I should be including in the contract and what I'm proposing to them. And she said, I'm the same. I didn't have a background in it. I'm completely self-taught. And companies like that don't have a lot of budget, but I want to talk to you. Once we leave here, email me and I'll help you. And that was one of the pivoting moments in my career of the Perth Collective. I ran straight back to that hotel and I emailed Roxy. And over that weekend, her husband was coming out of jail. So, you know, there was the plane of him arriving and her going with the kids to meeting. He was being released from jail from insider trading. And I thought, oh, she's going to be destructive. I'm never going to hear from her again. It was really nice of her to offer. But Four days later, I get an email in my email. Uh, email in my email box. Hi, Nick. It's Rox. 
I'd love to help you. Now, this is what I think. I think you should do this. Send me all your stuff and let me look over it. Well, I felt like all my Christmases had come at once. The PR queen was interested in me. She'd responded to me and she was going to help me. And so that became, that was actually one of the very first um, interactions we had. And that became my mentor. She ultimately mentored me through working with clients and how to set my pricing and what to pitch. It was really incredible. So despite what you may think of her, there is an absolute heart of gold to Roxy when you actually get into that layer. And she generously gave her time to help show me the way. Maybe she saw a little bit of her in me. I'm not sure, but I'll be forever grateful for the amount of time she spent helping and mentoring me. Now, she was due to come to Perth and she'd actually already engaged another PR agent. And you've got to remember, I was fresh and year in and something happened and they kind of clashed. So she rang me and she said, Nikki, what are you doing next week? And I said, I'm not sure. She's like, well, I need a PR agent. How do you feel about being my PR agent? Send me your fees through. So I was like, oh my God. So I sent her the fees, which she'd helped craft. She went, great, we'll engage you. And that again was another pivoting moment in my life. So Roxy come to Perth and I pulled out every damn stop I could with all my connections to actually get Roxy in the paper and get her event sold out. So much so that it sold out twice over and she had to keep putting additional tickets on. It was incredible. And it got so much PR around it. And she was incredibly happy and provided me with an incredible reference. And that suddenly elevated me into the level of the other PR agencies. And no longer was I the underdog, as they've continued to call me for many years in Perth. I was now playing at their level and I'd achieved it rather quickly. So from here, I went on to throw another big week that I decided, you know, I should put together with all my contacts and all my people, a series of events over a week. So five events over seven days and each one be a different creative outlet from a fashion event, you know, to a ladies lunch, to a workshop. And all these events I put up on a collaborative effort and they were called state of events. We sold tickets and it did sell out and it was quite incredible. So the opening show and the major sponsor of the week was Mercedes-Benz, which was incredible. The opening night was at Mercedes-Benz and I held a long table for over 200 people with a fashion runway. And then following that, there was a huge lunching at Fraser's and then workshops and other incredible things as part of that week. And that really was a great way to connect creatives. Again, it wasn't very financially beneficial. I never lose money, but on that one, like the magazine, I didn't make any money. So it became more what I call a passion project. So from here, I actually then decided to continue PR. I was having a passion for it. Perth Collective was still ticking along. And I also had a secondary account, the Perth Collective PR, which was more my PR clients that were paying to engage me for services. I suddenly got a unicorn client. So I call a unicorn client, a client that comes along once, maybe every year to two years, and they have an abundance of money. Now, this particular client definitely had an abundance of money and she had created a bridal book. It was a bridal compendium. And when I met her, she got it to production. It had arrived. It was beautiful. And she wanted to sell it and she wanted to sell it globally. And it was valued at two and a half thousand dollars, this compendium, which I felt was above the high price point, but she was assured that people would buy it. 
So my advice was, well, if you really want to sell this and money is not an issue here, and we're talking, she was probably already a million in by the time I met her. I was like, well, if I was you and I had all this, I had this money to actually validate the idea, I would take it to New York Fashion Week. And that was the seed that planted the next part of my adventure. And off we went to New York. So I had this incredible opportunity in 2018 to go to New York Bridal Fashion Week. And we launched this book. We went to a four-day bridal fair and it was incredible. I met with editors from all over the world. So Vogue, you know, Grazia, you name it, we were meeting them. I think we met with 40 editors over four days pitching this book and they would come to you and sit down and you'd talk to them for five minutes and they would be ushered on to the next supplier. And it was just an insight into how America and the US work in terms of PR. These PR or these editors were rocking up in bloodstone boots and flannelette shirts to these fashion events. And I was just horrified. Whereas we were all dressed up in beautiful outfits, but it really was a really incredible insight into how PR worked over in the US. And we worked with another PR agency and I learned a lot for them because obviously it's really important to have contacts in PR wherever you are. So I didn't have contacts in America, but I was there to support my client and oversee the whole project. So then we engaged a PR agency from LA who also had offices in New York. So I worked really closely with them, which was again, an incredible insight into the industry. So I returned home and that was definitely one of the most, definitely the highlight of my career to date, or one of the many, but, you know, going to New York and an all expenses paid trip with wages on top of that. And, you know, just having the most incredible experience staying at Trump Towers in my own, you know, suite and going out every night and fine dining and doing all those incredible things. And I won't continue to brag because I know it's incredible and I'm so grateful for the opportunity. But that was just such a highlight. And I come back to Perth and I continue to grow the Perth Collective. And then I had my third son, Duke, in November 2019. Then I come back again and I was getting itchy feet and I thought, oh, something's not right in the business. And I'm fearless, as you've probably noticed. I always like to change things up and I like to diversify things. Then COVID hit. So the business had been going well. The agency was going well. We had a lot of great clients for PR and marketing. I was doing lots of events. And then COVID, like for so many of us, well, pretty much all of us, COVID hit and it threw me for a spin. We were too top heavy in social media and hospitality clients. And literally overnight, my income was paused. And that was a shock as it was to so many. I'm not alone in this. But I couldn't get any of the government incentives the way my business was sent out. I was literally there without an income. So being as resilient as I am and being able to adapt and pivot, I thought, what am I going to do? I'm going to go back to my roots and that is teaching people what I know, sharing my knowledge in any form I can. So I started with teaching workshops on Instagram. And again, it was just as COVID started, so no one was doing that yet. And I got up there and my first workshop was on social media. And then my second workshop was on collaborations. Then my third was on marketing. And each Wednesday night for six weeks, I taught these hour-long masterclasses. And then I took questions. And then there was a complimentary ebook if you wanted to support what I was teaching. Well, thousands of people started to join me. And not just from Australia. 
globally. And it was blowing my mind at how many people were watching and engaging in my Instagram lives, sharing the education and knowledge, and they were just so thirsty for content. And it occurred to me that there was actually, again, something in this. I was getting that feeling that I got all those years earlier when I was standing in that C restaurant that there is something big here that I'm on the verge of. So I started looking into online courses and I discovered it is one of the most lucrative industries and one of the most high growing industries in the world at the moment. In the US, online courses make up billions of dollars every year. And I thought, wow, there is definitely something in this. So I decided that I was going to create a paid online course. We didn't know what COVID was. We didn't know how long it was staying for. And I was on, you know, six-week lockdown. Fortunately, in Perth and WA, we only went into about six weeks of lockdown. But six weeks is a lot for someone with a mind that works like mine. So I decided I was going to create an online course. I pre-sold it and I had over 60 people enroll at, I think, $300. And that gave me the financial ability to outsource the build to someone So someone built it while I created the content, I recorded the videos, and then I launched it. So it was a six-week course where each week, again, in a paid capacity, I taught a module and the group would come together for weekly lives and actually support each other in the Facebook community. And it was incredible. And of course, I made quite a lot of money off that first round of that very first growth accelerator, which, you know, money's not everything, but certainly helps and it certainly replaced my income. So it was roughly around $20,000 that I made in that first course. And I thought, wow, there's something in this. This is a really great opportunity for me to share my knowledge and meet the people that can't afford my agency. They still want to engage me and they still want to learn from me, but this gives them an easier access into my business. It diversifies my business and it gives another solution for people wanting to work with me. So from there, I went on to do three, four, maybe five more rounds of that particular course, each time getting a great enrollment in it. And to be honest, probably over the last two years, it's made me 150, 200 grand in course sales, which is on top of my PR agency. So it's actually quite lucrative. So from here, I had a bit of a, I don't know, I would say a crisis. I decided to remove the Perth Collective Oz and Instagram account and change it to Singlet Society. Now, the reason I did this was I'd felt this burden for a long time that people were expecting me to give them shout outs. They were constantly asking me, can you post this on your socials? Can you do this on your socials for me? And not many people asked nicely. They were really rude about it. And I thought, God, if you know the effort for seven years of posting every single day on this account and supporting hundreds and hundreds of small businesses for free to then blatantly just ask, can you just put this out for me without a please or a thank you? It was getting all too common and I get it was COVID, but it was really rubbing me the wrong way. So I wanted to shake it up and I did. I changed the name to Singlet Society. Now the name Singlet, I wanted something easy and, you know, my kids were dancing around one day and playing with singlets on and, you know, it was just a beautiful moment and I loved the way the word looked, Singlet. But the domain wasn't available and then the Instagram wasn't available and it ended up in quite a mess. But it did, that account did change to Singlet Society briefly for probably maybe three months there. 
when COVID was hitting. And then one day it, it just didn't feel right. So I made a big decision to go just to my name, Nikki Milne, for a while and see how that felt. And of course, it felt like I'd come home because Nikki Milne is who I am. So as it stands today, the Nikki Milne Instagram account and a website is the home of my mentoring and online courses, plus free daily content and, of course, this podcast. Then I have the Perth Collective PR Instagram account and website, which is the home of the agency. So this is for our clients that we do social media with, marketing, website building and branding, and, of course, PR and events. And then finally, I have revitalized a few weeks ago the Perth Collective Instagram account. I think there's never a more important time where I can use my skills and knowledge to shine a light on other businesses that maybe have struggled with COVID or increasing their clientele or inquiries at this point in time in their business. So that leads me to the launch of the Passion to Profit podcast, which is my conversational business podcast that you're listening to right now. It has a focus on marketing and PR to help business owners scale successfully, acquire more customers, increase your profits, and become that desired go-to brand in your industry. I created the Passion to Profit podcast to give amplified marketing and PR ideas that I make simple for you to action and implement. You'll be inspired, challenged, and motivated to take your business to the next level. Open that notepad on your phone, get out your pen and paper. You don't want to miss any of these tips, tricks, and strategies you're about to experience on the Passion to Profit podcast. Let's get started. I hope you loved today's episode. I am so passionate about sharing the stories of other business owners and passing on my knowledge and experience from the last 17 years of business ownership. If you enjoyed the Passion to Profit podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a review or you shared it to your Insta stories. Don't forget to tag me at Nikki Milne underscore. In the show notes below, you'll find a link to my new step-by-step marketing audit for your business. Together, we're going to audit your current digital assets, identify your weaknesses, and you'll discover the solutions you need to accelerate growth in your business right now. And did I mention that I am letting you have this complimentary for a limited time only. It is valued at $297. So what are you waiting for? Go to nikimilne.com forward slash business audit or hit the link in the show notes below. I'll see you there.